Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. They're actually looking at people voting for Trump, and they think they're voting, and they're basically scapegoating them, that you are like him. Uh, and But I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. But if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He's kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, China ta- virus. Tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't, th- I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. He, he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about Mexico. I don't like... But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, and, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not- hugging on to their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election all campaign. Yeah. All right, welcome back on this Thursday. That was the CEO of uh, J.P. Chase or, or J.P. Morgan, I'm sorry, um, basically praising Trump. And you should see everybody on MSN, MSNBC's face when he's doing it. It's It's pretty good. I mean, the points he makes are realistic points that you can like and dislike some of the things that he has done. People in his own party feel that way about him, so it's not uh, an unreasonable thing to think. But this is what we've been talking about for a while um, as far as how do you feel? And I think everybody's feeling it. That's what gives me some hope that as difficult as this election is going to be, because it will, that we can be victorious in the end is because so many people, their minds are changing and they're feeling the same way that we're feeling. Uh, some of the president's Trump's original numbers, he's doing better in States that he has no business doing any better in, you know, California, there was a Gallup poll that came out where he's polling better than any previous president has polled. He's even pulling better in, in California than he pulled uh, but in 2016 when we were having the same set of problems. Donald Trump got elected in 2016 because people were tired of the establishment. People were tired of the empty promises. They were tired of the uniparty. It was one, it was one party. Nothing would ever change. Didn't matter who went in the White House. Nothing was getting done. Okay, we were just continuing down the same path that both parties wanted us to go down and there was no real change coming. <clears throat> so what ends up happening is here comes Trump out of left field. Sure, he teased that he was going to be president or, or run for president uh, prior to that, you know, at different times. He comes out of left field. He um, really, the voters could relate to his message. 
he puts out a message of, I'm going to secure the border. I'm going to get Mexico to pay for it. You know, we're going to, we're going to do big in energy. We're going to bring America back. You know, the whole thing, MAGA, make America great again. That was his whole message. That we're going to go back to a time where, um, everybody felt good about the country. Everybody was making money. People weren't struggling. Our economy was doing well. Our borders were secure. Uh, you know, geopolitically, everything was much calmer. That was what he was selling you. The reason it worked is because the way Obama was running the United States is very much the way Biden is running the United States right now. We're having all the same problems. It's like a repeat. So naturally, four years, it's not even four years, it's actually only three years of Biden. God, what a long ride. Time goes fast, but at the same time, it doesn't. Uh, three years of Biden, we're having the same problems, actually worse than the than they were originally with Obama. And people are feeling the same way they felt in 2016, which is why Trump got elected. And it's looking more and more positive for him. He is polling better in California now than he did in 2016 when people were fed up. Because Joe Biden, we got all the same problems back, but it's even worse. We're worse off today than we even were then. I got to tell you, the economy sucked under Obama. Down here in the state of Florida, and it probably happened most everywhere else, well, nobody got raises for six years. Housing market was crap. Uh, uh, just everything, your life was much more difficult. Gas was through the roof. I, I mean, it was it was horrible. Well, we're having a repeat right now. and Nobody can afford anything. Inflation is just out of control, and that's both parties' fault, to be honest with you. Uh, but inflation's out of control. The border is worse than it has ever been in our history. It's no longer, we have people migrating here. We have people invading our border and there's nothing being done about it. And people are getting fed up. And the more you hear these left wing, center left leaning people being more open about it, especially on mainstream media, it should give you at least a feeling of, we really got a shot. We, we can do this. People do feel the same way that you feel. It's not that you're the only one in the whole world that feels like everything's falling apart. We're all feeling the same pressures. We're all feeling the same frustrations. And uh, we need that to transmit or translate into votes uh, in November so that we can win. Uh, why did I bring up Trump and, and uh, in the election again? Because, I mean, election, that's, that's where it's at. I mean, you got New Hampshire next week and... That's kind of what's dominating everything at the moment. <clears throat> um, Joe Biden. There is, there's been a question going around and I personally have said, I don't think Biden's getting out of the race. I think Biden's going to stay in. And, and I have a lot of reasons why I believe that. Okay. Number one, he's an incumbent president. It's hard to beat an incumbent president. Number two, he is an arrogant person. He is a, he is the kind of man that he is. You honestly believe that he's going to leave the white house. You honestly believe he's going to leave where people are viewing him as the worst president in history. You think his ego would allow for him to do that? There's just no way. And I know that you would say to me right now, well, Joe, the guy don't know <laughs> which way up, down, left, right. He don't know what he's doing. He don't know what day it is. He don't know what time he wakes up. He doesn't know which direction he's walking in. He can't follow cues. He can't read off teleprompter. You know, th that's all well and good. But remember, things that are built into you is just part of who you are. This guy's an egomaniac. He's a megalomaniac. Yeah, he, he's a he's a douche. 
<laughs> Sorry for my language, but he's a douche. You know, he's not going to allow that to be his legacy. In the end, Joe Biden gets beat by Donald Trump. I mean, bows out before Donald Trump looks like a coward, like he didn't think he could beat Trump. All the problems with his son, the problems in the United States, looking like the worst president we ever had. He's not going to do it. I don't think he's going to do it. However, there are some signs that are curious. Billionaire hedge fund manager Bill Aikman uh, is giving Dean Phillips a million dollars in in donation uh, to boost the Minnesota Democrat congressman's 2024 presidential primary bid against Joe Biden. Why is he giving it to him as opposed to one of the big theories was Michelle Obama? It's too late in the game for Michelle Obama to get in. If Michelle Obama was going to get in, she should have got in prior to this. Do I think Trump could beat Michelle Obama? Oh, that's, that's tough. I got, I got to be honest with you. That's tough. They're going to come out in full force, you know, on, on that day, everything <laughs> you want to cheating, every Democrat, every, everybody that wants to see, um, you know, history made that a woman and not just a woman, a black woman is now president. I mean, it would be very difficult. I believe to beat Michelle Obama, no matter how bad her husband did and no matter how bad you think they are, I think that that would be a very, um, tough uh, competition between the two of them. She's out. I don't think under any circumstances she getting in, it would be, I guess you can't ever say never, but the reality is she's not on the ticket right now. And it would take a, a big move to remove everybody else, jump over Kamala Harris, do all these things to get her in there. And remember, she has to want to do it too. She's living a cush life right now. You know, they're in the spotlight, but then again, they're not. They're making money with all their different investments. They're living they're living it up. They're, they're loving life. Why pull yourself out of that and get back into all this and deal with all the stress and the pressure? You got everything you want. You got the power, everything you say, they, they fawn over you. You got all the money. There's really no reason for her to do any of that. So I don't think she will. However, when we talk about who's on the ticket right now, okay, uh, Dean Phillips is actually on the ticket against Biden. And I would say if this millionaire who's got a lot of, or billionaire who's got a lot of influence, uh, is doing what he's doing, it's got to make you at least take a double take and think about it. You know, is there a possibility that they want somebody, I know they don't want Biden. You know that I know that they do not want Biden to run because they know they can only hide and cover so much. They know that he is continually cognitively failing. They know that. His, his mind is going, it's a drift somewhere out there (laughs) somewhere. Yeah. It's a drift somewhere. Uh, they know that they also know that right now he ain't real popular. They know that the border is a hot ticket item and it ain't looking good. They know the economy is a hot ticket item and it's not looking good. They want to pass another spending bill and the spending bill they want to pass, which I'm going to get into in a minute. Um, doesn't address the border spends more than Nancy Pelosi's. They're saying this is the best deal you're going to get. It's going to take the economy in a bad direction. Anyways, inflation is going to continue to rise. You're not doing anything to stop any of this. So they know by the time you get to November, what or gas and oil prices are going to be worse because we've exhausted all of our reserves. So gas is going to, is going to be worse. The economy is going to be just, if not just as bad, it'll be worse than it is today. Interest rates are going to be just as tough. The border, and they're not doing anything about, so the border is going to be still being invaded and overrun the way it is right now. 
Nothing changes. People stay in that mindset going into November. So one, there's really only a couple logical choices here. One, the people that naturally would vote for Biden just don't show up because they're not going to vote for Trump. And at the same time, they feel like I can't vote for this guy because he's screwing the country up. So they, they, uh, they bow out. And if that's the case, we win. Okay. The other choice would be he actually fixes all these problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Okay. What bridge you have for sale so I could get in on the deal with you so we can make some money. Uh, <laughs> he fixes all the problems. He gets the border under control. He gets the economy under control. He, he gets everything back in order in just enough time for the election where he can actually go out and say with confidence Things have improved. I just needed some time, people. You know, stay with me another four years and it will continue to get better as it has gotten better now. Man, the chances of that happening are, again, let me know uh, when you see a pig flying by. Because I'd like to know. We can can make some money on that one too. This first flying pig. Highly unlikely. So, um, I think that they are, or they would like to see, him bow out for medical reasons, because that's probably the only legitimate reason he could go out. He'll bow out for medical reasons or personal reasons or something to do with his son or his family, however it is, and then they need to run somebody else. And it looks like that at at least at a minimum, uh, Bill Aikman thinks that Dean Phillips potentially could be the guy. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know uh, if he could be or couldn't be, but... I know that it maybe they feel that they could run him as an alternative to Biden just in case because it's not looking good for him. You know, I mean, we're going to have to wait and see how it plays out. I don't personally think so, but you have to address some of the signs that you see. And the fact that some people are starting to put some bigger dollars towards somebody who is challenging Biden uh, to be the runner for the, for the Democratic Party, you have to look at that and take that into consideration that even though I don't think that it could happen, you know, that that's probably something we need to pay attention to, uh, because there is a strong potential that if a lot of money starts getting thrown at one of these candidates that are challenging Biden, uh, you could probably make the argument that there, he's going to drop out and they're going to run somebody else. Um, in which case, who knows at that point, who knows, uh, Donald Trump's momentum's good people. They do like him on the big ticket items. They like him on the border. They like him with the economy. Uh, they like him, how he kept the world more safe. There's some things they don't like about him, but he's tried and tested. And if people are sick and tired of their lives being the way they are, uh, chances are we probably get him back in the White House just because people want that change. All right, go, going back to the deal with Speaker Johnson. <clears throat> the Senate is proposing a deal to Speaker Johnson that does not address the border. Okay. Um, it, it, it spends more money. They're going to fully fund fiscal year 2024. Um, and it's just, it's a garbage bill. The Senate is trying to get him to sign off on it. And he has some colleagues that are trying to get him to sign off on it. Tell him that's the best you're going to get. I disagree with that. You get what, uh, you, you get what you fight for. And if you fight for a better deal, you can get a better deal. If you, if you, you want to make a statement, Shut the government down for God's sakes. Let it shut down so the people can see how full of it mainstream media and the left are that it will have 
almost zero impact on your day-to-day life. And they don't want that. Listen, the Republicans nor the Democrats want that. Trust me. It's a fear tactic. They use it on each other. Currently, the Democrats are in power, so the Republicans are going to use it on them. The Democrats are going to plead. When it's vice versa, they're going to do the same thing. Neither one of them want it. They both want you to be afraid that that's a big problem. That way, they could sneak all this by in the middle of the night while you're sleeping and you just go with the flow because it's to be expected, but it's not. It's a fear tactic. They both like using it. It's nonsense. If Johnson wants something better, he has to fight for it. Has to. The deal is garbage. I'm 100% behind him on this one. He doesn't want to sign off on it. I don't, uh, I don't disagree with him at all. You're not getting 900 miles of the wall. You're, you're, you're not getting anything. They're not withhold, withholding any, any other uh, funding that they should be stopping the, the spending so that way the economy comes down. You're spending more money. It's, it's just a nonsense bill. It doesn't make sense. Um, I, I think we are going to see what Speaker Johnson's made of. Is he going to crumble under the pressure and he's just going to give in to him? Or is he going to stand there and say, hey, listen, I'm not signing on that. That bill is trash. We're not going to sign for it. Let the government shut down. And you guys present me with something that's real, that's legitimate. Otherwise, uh, we're not doing it. You, you either address the border and you address the problems we're having at the border. You cut the spending down where we are not spending or there's nothing to talk about. And I don't want to hear about any more extensions. I don't want to hear about we're going to fund the government for another 30 days so we stay in this cycle of constant negotiations and never get anything accomplished. I don't want to hear that. I want them to come up with something that is beneficial for the country. That would be addressing the border and slowing down the invasion. And that would also be stop all of this reckless spending that is putting us further and further in debt and destroying this country, not just for generations to come, but for us that are here right now. And everybody talks about the kids and I agree with them because I got small kids. I I understand what we're talking about when we're saying 20 years from now, my kids are adults and the economy's in the crapper because it's been mismanaged. I understand that, but it's destroying it right here in live time in your face. It's destroying it as well. So we need to, we need to hold them accountable for the decisions they make. Speaker Johnson, if he's got a backbone, if he is what he claims he is, he better let the government shut down. Or better, force them to give him a much better deal before he signs off on anything. Puts a vote to anything. He better. I mean, it just, it, it, that's what needs to happen. We, If you want change, we have to fight for it. If we want change, we must demand it. If we want change, we must hold these people accountable for what they do. Period. All right. Moving on to Fanny Willis. <laughs> Why would you name your kid Fanny? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I might show a little bit of age. This wasn't like it was my time frame, but we knew it because of older people. Uh, I mean, Fanny's another way of saying your butt in a, in a different sort of way. Why would you ever name your kid Fanny? You know, <laughs> anyways, Fanny Willis, uh, um, according to the Atlanta journal constitution, uh, Fanny Willis's finding Fanny Willis financially benefited from a romantic romantic, excuse me, relationship with her, uh, a gentleman she hired named Nathan Wade, who is the top prosecutor uh, that is going after Donald Trump. Uh, Nathan Wade was bought, was brought in as early as November of 2021. A motion has been filed, and the motion seeks to have the charges against Michael Roman dismissed for Fannie Willis 
Nathan Wade and everyone in the DA's office to be disqualified from the RICO case against Trump. The filing claims that Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor hired to go after Trump, paid for luxurious vacations he took with Fannie Willis to Napa Valley and a cruise in the Caribbean and used the money from the Fulton, uh, from Fulton County to pay for their out-of-town escapades. County records show that Wade, who has played a prominent role in the election interference case, has been paid nearly $654,000 in legal fees since January of 2022, two years later. My God, I would love to. <laughs> I need that kind of money, man. Yeah, I think we all could use a little bit of that. Two years, you're making over $300,000 a year because uh, uh, for what? For going after Trump for a fake case. Uh, the DA authorized his compensation. So Fannie Willis thought that it was okay to pay him for that. And this is what the uh, Atlanta uh, Journal-Constitution reported. Uh, there's going to be a hearing as early as February to take a look into Fannie, Fannie Willis's relationship with Nathan Wade. I don't know if anybody saw this, but Fannie Willis on Sunday did address the uh, her churchgoers at the Big, Beth, uh, Big Bethel AME in her first public statement since the filing, alleged that she had an improper relationship and financially benefited from a top Trump prosecutor she hired. Uh, she defended her relationship with Nathan Wade and played the race card, of course, naturally, uh, by saying you cannot expect a black woman to be perfect. <laughs> which I got to be honest, if you're a lawyer, you're pretty stupid. That, that's pretty much admitting guilt right there. You're not expected to be perfect. So we should expect, again, just de it's degrading black people. So if you're a black woman, you know, we shouldn't expect you to be perfect. We should expect you to break the law all the time. We should expect you not to do things the right way. Is that, is that where she's going with that? Cause that's what it sounds like. If you saw the clip, she got up there and she tried to speak very, uh, uh, pastoral like very sermon like you should like she's giving a sermon um and it, it's kind of a joke i don't think you expect any human being to be perfect because none of us are perfect we are all flawed and we are all sinners so we are not perfect however uh trying to throw the uh black female deal in there it, it's just degrading to black females so you're telling me what she is saying is because you're a black female and you are imperfect that you're going to make these types of mistakes and people should just turn a blind eye to it. You just get a free pass from it. No, hell no. No, you don't get a free You don't get a free pass number 1 because you know the rules. You know the rules better than most anybody else know the rules. Maybe some other people wouldn't know what to do there. Maybe some other people wouldn't realize that they're doing something wrong. Maybe it would be an honest mistake, but her, she knows what she's doing. She knows exactly what she's doing. And if she doesn't, she certainly doesn't have any business being in the position that she's in. Let's be honest. If you don't know the law that well, why are you even in that position? So she knows what she's doing. It's not an honest mistake. It's not a black woman mistake. It's, it's, it's a, a her mistake. It's a Fannie Willis mistake. You enriched this man, got kickbacks from him is at least what it appears to be. You know, there, all this has to be proven, but right now what's going around is you're getting kickbacks from the guy. He's getting rich. You're getting money and you guys are having a nice little relationship together as you are trying to destroy our country by going after the former president for the RICO act, which is really designed for mafia bosses, has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It's a bunch of bull crap. I cannot wait to see what happens in February. I don't know what court she's going to. You know, I, I'd like to see where that's at. I don't know what, I don't know how this is going to play out, but my hope would be it will play out for her as it would play out for any of us. 
Maybe now she'll get tied up in a court case that's going to require a lot of her time to defend herself. And that will take time away from the nonsense case that they have brought against President Trump. I, I, I would like to see it. You would hope that they're going to go after her the right way. Because the, the problem I have with society today, the problem I have with our justice system today is that it's just two-tiered. People like her will never pay the price truly for what they do. But if you or I dared to attempt to do a fraction of the stuff that they do wrong, we would get the book thrown at us. So there's still a part of me holding on to and hoping for the best. You could say I'm, you know, it's uh, foolish the way I'm thinking and it's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. But, uh, you know, I feel like if you give up completely, then you've given up on the country. So there is some something inside of me that's still hopeful in these cases that eventually somebody's going to do the right thing. There, there's got to be judges out there that are still legit, that you know this is wrong and you need to address it. Forget the politics. Did she commit a crime with what she did? Yes, she did. Then she needs to pay the same way anybody else would have to pay. That's where I'm at with all of it. I, I, again, I hope that it goes that way. I don't know how it's going to go, but at least if I could, if I could dream in the real world here, it would go the same way it would go for me and you. And she'd have to pay if she did, she's found guilty and did do what they're accusing her of. We'll have to wait and see on that. But that certainly could derail the uh, trial against Trump because that could wrap her up politically. She could get destroyed from this. I mean, if it's true, she could get destroyed from this, and then that would be one less case for Trump. And oh boy, man, you want to talk about the left going crazy? <laughs> That's going to go well. That That is going to be like a gigantic hemorrhoid flare-up. Yeah, we're going to have to put some heavy cream on these fools after that to calm them down. Because they're going to be burning and itching, and it's just going to be ugly. Hey, ain't lying. <laughs> so, we'll see. Figured that uh, we'll stay up to date on all those things. Uh, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. We will uh, do it tomorrow. Tomorrow I actually have a an interview about uh, um, shadow banning that I think everybody will enjoy. So enjoy tomorrow's episode. I will uh, be back again on Monday. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged.